0: Hello, this is Penny from the Amy Van Andel Library podcast room. I'm with Carol Farnsworth, a patron here at the Amy Van Andel Library. And Carol, I remember when you were a patron at the Cascade Library, I used to see you come in there. Carol brought a book of poetry she's written, and we're going to add that to our local indie collection so you can find that looking for Carol Farnsworth in our catalog very shortly. But Carol, tell me how the book came about.
1: Oh, that's always a good story. Actually, I didn't start writing until about 2018. And I started to write for the Association for the Blind's newsletter. And I kept writing articles that had to do with being blind, but also seeing the funny side of blindness. Wow. And so I started a blog that's called Blind on the Light Side. And that's been going about (laughs) two years And it just tells different things that can happen. Because I saw a lot of people at the association that were very upset that they had lost their vision. And I wanted them to know that they could do things just differently after losing their sight. And I went to their different groups and talked to them. And then I ended up joining a group that's called Behind Our Eyes, which is a group of writers with disabilities. And I learned there that I could write these stories in poems. So that's how I started to write poetry. I had some published. And during the last year, when we couldn't do much else, I started to gather them and realized I had enough for a book. Wow. So. I put it together, I sent it to a for- person that would format it, and now it's on Amazon and Smashwords. And I hope eventually it'll be on Bookshare.
0: Wonder- and what's the title?
1: The p- title is Leaf Memories.
0: Leaf Memories. Now, you've just made all of us who spent the quarantine binge-watching Netflix, feel really, really small. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you managed to write a book of poetry. And tell me why the leaf? What I know nature plays a big part in this book. Tell me about your connection with nature.
1: Well, I have always liked walking in the woods in nature. But after losing my vision, I had a little harder time seeing things in, in the woods my husband would say, oh, there's a deer. Or my daughter would say, oh, see the bird? And I'd be lucky if I saw the end of the tail or just some movement. So I started to realize I had to figure out a different way to interact with nature. During that time, I also had both of my hips replaced, so I couldn't walk in the woods anymore. So my husband and I have been a tandem biking team For probably over twenty five years.
0: That is is so amazing. I just have to pause for a minute because I've seen you guys come in on the bike before and that is fabulous. I mean if I mean I don't even know how to begin to say it just feels like you have found a way to still enjoy something. Did you love to bike beforehand? Yes. I like
1: I've always thought that biking made me feel normal.
0: Yes.
1: (laughs) So now I just still enjoy biking. I don't know how many more years we can do it, but as long as we can do it, we will.
0: (laughs) You guys make a great team on that bike.
1: And he describes what we see. Sometimes I have to remind him. (laughs) He's he's pretty good about it. And some of the uh, poems in the book have to do with us tandeming, too.
0: Okay. So how do you experience nature from the back of a tandem bike?
1: How do you see Well, you smell. You smell. can sometimes taste things in the air, especially in downtown Grand Rapids by the restaurants. (laughs) But uh, you use your other senses, Uh and you augment your memory. Your memory has a lot to do with it, too, of what things look like.
0: That is amazing. And how do you connect with nature when it's like this outside?
1: Oh Well, this is sort of fun because... uh, the snow, when there's a good snow, it quiets everything down. So when you hear something, it's real distinct. If oh. you hear a bird call, it, it just muffles everything. And it's real fun to go out to the mailbox when there's snow, when you're pushing with your little uh, white cane. Uh, my husband always laughs. He says, oh, the snakes have been out again, because it looks like little snake tracks oh. going out to the <laughs> mailbox and back. But it, it's a
0: different sound.
1: It's just uh, you always know when there's been a good snow.
0: And Carol, would you mind sharing one of your poems with us?
1: Sure. I brought in, actually, four poems today, one for each of the sections of my book. Now, my book started in summer, and it ended in spring. I know that's not quite what most people do, but I like the growing and rebirth sections To begin and end, and have the fall and winter, the resting part in the middle. So I'll I'll tell you a little about each poem. Three of these four poems have already been in other publications. Only leaf memory is new to this book. Okay. But the first one is a summer one, and it's called... Morning and addiction. This was printed in the weekly Avison, which is a nature poetry online Ooh. magazine. I take my coffee to the porch to listen to the silence between cricket chirps and bird song. Soon, a distant solo is heard, followed by a second, and then a third. The chorus swells as the sun rises, as the sun warms my cheeks, and I smile at this morning benediction.
0: And now you've got fall.
1: This is fall, and this is the poem that is also called Leaf Memories.
0: Oh, so it's the new one.
1: Before there were leaf blowers, There were bamboo rakes. Before we bagged our leaves, we mulched the garden with them. My toddler and I raked a huge pile of leaves and put it on the garden area. It smelled heavy with musk. I looked around. Where did Ruth go? Hearing a giggle, I glanced down. She was hiding in the pile of leaves. Smiling, I jumped in after her. <laughs> we rolled and laughed and buried each other in the leaves, spreading them far and wide. Dad won't have to work too hard for mulching this year. <laughs> and that's also the picture that's on the as oh. That's my daughter as a toddler in the leaves. Oh. I should say, there's a picture for each of the sections, and my husband took the pictures, except for the the cover. I had enough vision then that I could take that picture.
0: Yeah. Okay. So this one's winter, which is appropriate for now.
1: Yes. This is called Alone With Myself. Morning breaks over a sparkling wood's. Carrying my poles and skis, I look for a place to sit. A long, forgotten tree trunk offers purchase. Jamming my poles into a drift, I slip on one ski and then the other. I stand using my poles and go to push off. The rhythm of the skis gliding makes a soft swishing sound in the morning. My mind is free to ponder as long-trained leg muscles take up the cadence of movement. I see a low-hanging branch and swerve right to avoid it. Ice and snow crackle underfoot. As I work to crest the hill, tucking my skis, or my poles, under my arms, I race down the hill to the frozen pond. The clear, smooth surface calls to me, but I turn away, for I fear breaking through. Instead, I rest, letting my breathing slow and listening to the pulse in my ears. Worried thoughts vanish as I awaken with nature to the rising sun. I take large breaths of cold air, renewed in mind, body, and spirit.
0: And I have to say that um, Carol is reading her poems um, in Braille, Carol, do you have um, a machine that will type that in Braille for you?
1: I have a Brailler that I oh, braille okay. at home. No, I don't do this by hand. Okay. <laughs> I don't have an embosser, but I, I have a hand, or a, you know, like a typewriter. Right. So I use that. I also have an electric Braille machine, but I'm not as good at that. If I was, I would have that here instead.
0: Oh, gotcha. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that last poem I was printed in the uh, book or the magazine of Magnets and Ladders, okay. and that's one that the writers with disabilities put out two times a year. Okay. So this last one it should be interesting to people because it's my first experience going to Meyer Garden to see the butterflies as a blind person and my perspective on it. Okay. So it is called fairies. Silent flight brushes my hand. Gossamer wings tickle my upturned palm. Tiny feet search for sweet juice on my fingertips. Then the fairy lifts In flight, butterflies, like fairies, have no time to waste.
0: Well, I want to thank you again for sharing your poetry and for everything you do and for your great positive attitude and um, always smile. Every time I've seen you at any library, you always give me a smile. Oh,
1: thank you. (laughs)
0: So thank you for that. Thank you very much for having me. And we're coming from the Amy Van Andel Library Podcast Studio You can check out this studio and make your own podcast. Just contact the library at kdl.org forward slash podcast. Thank you.